Welcome to the True Girl Momcast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a lot, and have biblical conversation about raising daughters. Because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. I'm one of your hosts, Shannon McKenzie, and I'll be joined momentarily by Dana Gresh and Janet Mylan. Listen, you don't need us to tell you that our girls are anxious. On today's episode, we'll talk about peace. You can't eliminate stress from your daughter's life, but there are tools to help her successfully rise above anxiety. Also today, find out how Dana's peace was interrupted by Janet and some fish when they were in an international airport. And I'll share my pet peeve about getting a massage. Let's dive in. So we're talking about peace today, ladies, and it matters. Um, I was reading this morning as, as we were preparing for this, 27% of Americans last month reported symptoms of an anxiety disorder. So we're not talking about regular, like, I'm a tad stressed out, but these are people that in that mm. week they were surveyed had clinical symptoms that required some type of intervention, therapy, mm. medical intervention, like this is a big deal. Mm. And, it, and it's roughly about one out of every 10 of our daughters wow. is having clinical signs of the fact that anxiety is just pervasive and invading their hearts and their lives. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. here's what I want to talk about just for a moment. Do you have anything that you try to do to relax yourself when you're feeling stressed and you find, mm. ah, that was superficial, didn't fix it? Yeah. Um, so I, people tend to like massages and I think that's a go-to right. for many people. Yeah. Um, I'm like, you know, I'm indifferent. They're, yeah, they're okay. Mm -hmm. You know, wow. I went to, indifferent yeah. to massages. Oh, oh. Yeah. I don't love it either. I don't know. It's all right. I love them. But when I go to Cali, I know my sister is going to plan for us to go get massages. That's her thing. That's her thing. Yeah. She's like me. Yeah. Okay. So you guys would have fun. But I went to visit her and I needed a little downtime, you know, so I was like, this massage is going to be good. Uh, I ended up with the most talkative masseuse no. in America. Oh, I no. said, wait, <laughs> this is not peaceful at all. I, is there a box I can check that says, like, don't, don't speak to me? I really, I'm very personable, very extroverted, yeah, but you I want you to be silent during this massage. <laughs> That's right. Seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a bust. What about you, Janet? Do you have well, a... Well, it's funny that Shani talked about massage because, Dana, I think you were actually getting a massage during the time that I was in this incident I'm about to talk about. We were in the same Ooh. room. So we were flying back from the Dominican Republic. We had done a ministry uh -huh. trip there, which that was, was a good amazing. Yeah. Please, Lord, send me back to that yes, place. It please. was great. But they had this little, like, spa kind of mani-pedi mani oh, kind of place. at the airport. Yeah. Yes, at, I remember. I was in a chair massage. In yep. Santo Domingo, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And... They had this thing where you could put your feet in to a tank of tiny fish and mm -mm. they eat all the dead skin no, off your feet. <laughs> and so Dana's over, you were getting a massage like on awesome. your shoulders, uh -huh. you know, over there peacefully. It's in the middle of an airport. And my friend, our mutual friend, Kim, uh, we're beside each other getting this massage or this, not massage, little fish eating <laughs> the dead skin off our feet. And Kim and I were just howling. Like we couldn't even handle it. And our friend Kim has this laugh. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a siren. And it's going all through the airport and people are stopping and staring at her. And we're like, just getting, it was, 
It was the opposite of peaceful. <laughs> These little fish are just like, all over my feet. And it was like, nope. But I, you know, I laughed a lot. You know how Shani got the massage with the talkative therapist and it wasn't very relaxing? Yeah, welcome to my massage chair at the Santa no. Domingo Airport because these guys are over there cackling. I'll I'm see. like, what is so funny? Noted. No what peace so at funny? the Dominican Airport. No peace in yeah. that <laughs> And oh. also, I don't know how you did that because I have seen that a bunch of times and I'm like, I couldn't, for not a million ticklish? dollars, would I stick my feet in there? Mm-mm. Oh, no. Would you is it because feet? of the fish? No. Mm-mm. I, no. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Okay, just so that we're all clear on that. So officially, two out of three co-hosts of the mom cast today are saying, don't stick your feet in an aquarium of fish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so, but the bottom line, I think, is what we're trying to say is that quite often what we think will provide peace and relaxation is really a mere superficial grasping for what our mm-hmm. souls really need. Um, And that's kind of a good thing to know that because if you're finding yourself frustrated at your attempts to self-soothe, that's, there's a good message in that you're on the wrong track. And what we want to do today is help get you on the right track. And Janet, if I can just introduce you and brag on you a little bit, you have a special authority in your life for addressing stress and anxiety. You've done it Mm -hmm. so beautifully. I have never seen you speak on this topic that everybody doesn't say, I need a podcast recording of that, or I I need your notes on that. It's amazing. So we're just going to hand it over to you for a while. Give us some scriptural food to address the anxiety problems we have in our own hearts, but also how do we help our daughters with this? Yeah. Mm. Well, I never, you know, determined to be the anxiety talker, <laughs> but here I am. Wasn't on your to-do list. <laughs> your bucket list. Whisperer. <laughs> Just because I've conquered great anxiety in my life with the Lord and with a lot of practical things too. So to begin with, it seems like a good idea to define the word peace. So what are some ways you two would define the word peace mm. either now or at another time in your life? How would you have just defined it either way? Peace always makes me think of that hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. Mm. And that was a hymn my grandmother and I would always sing together. And when she was in the hospital um, and, you know, she was passing away, um, it was literally the song that brought peace. And mm. I I go back to the words you know, when peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, and even knowing the story of the man who wrote it, you know, his children died at sea, you know, so it it meant so much, so much more, you know, and he's saying right. it is well with my soul. Like, God, I, I think it's he, okay. Didn't he even um, write it when he was crossing the waters yes, where they when had, he passed that, that by was their the graveyard. Yep. He wrote these mm-hmm. words of Peace like a river, yeah. tending my soul. Yeah, wow. and his son had passed mm-hmm. um, uh, a little bit prior to that, and so it's so it was death it, upon death. Too. It was, <laughs> and I'm like, he's saying it as well mm-hmm. with my soul. Like mm-hmm. it, I'm allowing peace to rule. Like Colossians three fifteen says, it rule. It's literally just yeah taking over. I think of it as um, a spring mm. of water. Mm-hmm. You know, that there is uh, a strength of something inside of you that can't mm-hmm. be seen. That's a source of peace. It's definitely not coming from outside. So mm-hmm. I would say I would define it as um, the inner awareness that something is in control of all this chaos around me. Mm. Right, right. So good answers, ladies. Did we pass? More. You passed the test. <laughs> but let me read our focus scripture for today. It's a prob- most likely a, a known scripture by... Mm. 
people who've been around the church for a while. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So first, this is clearly defining what kind of peace we're talking about here. God's peace, right? Mm-hmm. It's not promising an absence of war or perfect circumstances. This scripture's peace is talking about an awareness of God's sovereignty. So the sense of security that comes knowing that no matter what, no matter what, God is moving and we are going to trust him. Mm-hmm. He is trustworthy, no matter what our circumstances are. So I often define anxiety in this way, which anxiety is often like an antonym for peace, you know, mm-hmm. um, in our language. I often define it as imagining a future that is absent of God's grace and love and strength. Mm-hmm. So we have these imaginations, you which s- are... You seriously have to say that again, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so One good. We have these imaginations that mm-hmm. when they're out of control we often imagine a future that is absent of God's grace and love and strength. Mm -hmm. So these imaginations, like I said, they're beautiful things. They're powerful things. We actually need imagination, which that'd be a great topic Mm -hmm. actually sometimes to talk about the power of a spirit led imagination, but we Mm -hmm. need it. We need imaginations in our life. But when we take that imagination and we use it to imagine these futures where God is absent then that's where anxiety can really get a hold of us and just kind of run away with us. Yeah. So when I do that, when I don't know about you guys, but when I do that, when I imagine this future for myself, for my kids, for my friends, for the country, for the world, and I imagine that it's just going to be turmoil and chaos and there's mm-hmm. no any no end to the pain and God isn't going to be there. Basically, what I land on always is this this kind of resolved sentence of, I couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't handle that. Even if it's something about my kids and I'm having anxiety about what could happen to them if they do this. And I've got mm-hmm. a kid who's starting to drive now and, you know, what could happen or a daughter who's going away on a, on a cross-country trip. What if, what if, what if? And mm-hmm. even if I take that to the end of whatever, you know, anxious thought I have, yeah. even though it's about them, it always comes back to me and I couldn't handle that. I mm-hmm. couldn't handle that. And that means that I'm assuming if something bad happened that God wouldn't be there to help me walk through that. Mm-hmm. And as believers, we can't live that way. That's yeah. not, that's why the Bible can say, don't be anxious. Right. Well, even as you say it, I'm realizing, well, so how I handle things. And it's, uh, we're putting our trust in us. Mm-hmm. We're right. putting our trust in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's not a lie that you can't handle it. <laughs> right. right. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. And I also find, mm-hmm. as a side note, when I'm in that I couldn't handle it mindset, when anxiety takes me there, it's a really self-consuming uh, mm-hmm. mindset. It's very self-absorbing mm-hmm. um, when I'm mm-hmm. when I'm in that state, and I'm putting all the, like you said, Dana, the pressure on me. Right. And instead of releasing it to our trustworthy God, mm-hmm. who says, "Hey, yeah. look, you don't have to be anxious about anything." In fact, there's peace waiting for you. Mm-hmm. So today, I want to talk to um, you, moms who are listening, about three types of tools for when your daughter isn't feeling peaceful. And we talk a lot, a true girl, about feelings, emotions. Yep. And our feelings can run away <laughs> and run amok <laughs> with yep. us, and especially with our girls. The hormones are just everywhere. There's all kinds of pressures I on I never them. want to go back to seventh grade. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> seventh grade was Nobody tells you 
this is what's going to happen to your emotions. It's fine. You'll figure it out. Nobody Mm -hmm. tells you that. You (laughs) just think you are crazy. (laughs) Right. Right. A lot of people I want to go talk to. Like you could have warned me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We need to help each other out better with that. Um, So our daughters are often not feeling peaceful. And Dana, your statistic you said at the beginning of this is proving that. So three types of tools. One type of tool is spiritual. So Mm -hmm. and that scripture, thank him for all he has done. If you've listened to us for any like two minutes of any true real time, we're talking about using scripture to right. guide our thoughts and help our thoughts land on God's truth and prayer. Your daughter needs to know that no matter what she will one day go through in life, whether that's now or 10 years from now or 20 years from now, God's grace, love, and strength will be there for her. And that's Mm -hmm. a point of gratitude. That's that thank him for all he has done. That's remembering Mm -hmm. together. So maybe some practical thing you could do with your daughter to help her land in that place of gratitude is to Mm -hmm. remember with her what God has done. Mm -hmm. There may be stories in your family that she's Mm -hmm. not even aware of, of what God's done in your history, in your ancestry, in her grandparents, in your life. Mm -hmm. And to remind her, like, look what God has done for us. And he is going to continue to do that. So let's be grateful knowing that whatever you walk through, God is going to be there with you. He will not be absent from your life. So that's that's the first thing, this this one spiritual tool of gratitude. And we can have gratitude through scripture and just reciting Mm -hmm. back the truth of who God is. Mm -hmm. Like, God, thank you that you are a refuge. Thank you that you're ever-present help in time of trouble. Thank you that you never change. Yeah. Thank you that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Right. And we can also do that in a place of prayer. Let's mm-hmm. just thank God, no matter how we feel, that he's going to be with us no matter what. And remember together, yeah. this is what God's done. This mm-hmm. is what God has done. And you have to do that with your daughter because she doesn't know how to do it yet. Yeah. She's still learning how to do it. and Just, just do it with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Side by side, life by life. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. So the second tool would be an emotional kind of mental um, tool. This is about this whole, we'll guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, part of that scripture. A big part of if your daughter comes to you and she's feeling shame because she's anxious, because you feel so weak, you feel mm-hmm. kind of broken. Yep. She might even say she feels a little bit crazy. If she comes to you and puts that in front of you, that is not a place for you to shame her further mm-hmm. or make her feel guilty for feeling that way, right? Mm-hmm. That's just going to shut it down really hard, right? (laughs) And we want her to be able to verbalize and communicate in whatever way she communicates, whatever question she's having, whatever fear she's having, it's important to verbalize them. Um, Mm. So that means hugs, if if she's a hugger. I mean, every family is different. Every daughter and mother are different, but giving her space for tears and for laughter. Yeah. Um, Your daughter may not have words for even what she's feeling. You know, it may just be, she doesn't have a lot of words, but you, you know, moms, like we have that mother, right. our mother's heart, the Holy Spirit lets us know what our daughters are feeling sometimes. Um, but she may not have words for it, but a lot of people, like I said, who deal with anxiety and worry feel kind of crazy. I know mm. I did. When I was consumed by anxiety, I felt like I was kind of losing my mind or that I was just a super bad Christian. I just did a podcast today for Revive Our Hearts, our, our partner ministry, and we talked about the importance of lamenting everything our world is going through right now Mm -hmm. and how women don't believe that they can. And so many of the women in the comments said, I don't feel like I can lament or have grief because I got shamed about Mm -hmm. that as a child. They said Mm -hmm. things like, my mom and dad would just say, don't cry about it. Mm -hmm. Or no, 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 just say you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You're Mm going to be okay. Like nobody welcomed the emotion and said, oh, let me sit down and help you understand what you're feeling. Yeah. Like it was just supposed to turn it off. Right. Right. Like you can talk through it without receiving it. 
mm-hmm. as like this is who you are you know right. like i hear you writing us a permission <laughs> slip <laughs> slip to like feel it yeah. right and it's it's always this fine line <sighs> i feel like um as parents where we want our kids to know okay this is normal mm-hmm. and you can't stay there right yeah, exactly. Right. Both like, things you're are just true. Talking about balance. Yes. Like, Both things are true. Right. Yeah. Both things are true. So, yeah, it's totally Don't normal you feel this it. way. Don't stay there. Right. Mm-hmm. But we can't stay here. As believers, we cannot stay here. Because when we stay in a place of anxiety, we are paralyzed and not doing what God has actually asked us to do because we're so consumed with whatever that anxious thought is. Mm-hmm. It literally paralyzes us from walking forward in our purpose and our calling. And we just can't mm-hmm. afford to do that. Mm-hmm. We can't afford to do that. So um, good. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so now we have the third tool, which would be a physical tool. The whole don't worry about anything, in my mind, can translate into, but do this. And Mm -hmm. the do, I would have you, one thing you can do is to do something physical. A tangible, physical act can Mm -hmm. really help you um, and help your daughter in the moment of anxiety. So this gets their mind onto something that's right now. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing something physical then you have to be kind of present with what you're doing Mm -hmm. in the moment. Mm -hmm. And when you're not, your brain can be like anywhere. So this may be like um, going, like doing a little exercising of some kind, just going for a walk around the block or down to the end of the driveway, Mm -hmm. Um, doing a little art, a little craft, throwing a Frisbee, cooking. And you know, Mm -hmm. moms, I have to tell you, if your daughter may be in such a place where there's so much anxiety, that the only thing she feels like she can do is like walk up and down the steps one time. Mm-hmm. And, but that's something, yep. that's something. Like mm-hmm. get her to do something physical that's in the moment. And that can be really helpful to get her brain to be present right now instead of being in the tailspin of what could happen mm-hmm. later on. That's so good. I, for me, I want to clean a closet or a drawer out. Oh, is that crazy? When I feel really anxious, I'm like, if I could just get one drawer under mm-hmm. control, then the rest of my brain will join the faith journey. <laughs> gotcha. yeah. But I don't know. I don't think I could see my telling my daughter to go clean out her closet. I think that wouldn't work. So like, well, be careful how you apply it. What works for you might not work for her. Well, that's that's a good point. You know, when, when yeah. I was at a point where I was literally in the fetal position on the floor, unable to mm. do anything, I was so crippled with fear and anxiety one day, my husband, mm. Andy, would just give me a list to do list of to do mm. things to do but i only have one thing on it he's mm. like here's your list today and just say it, number one and it might be like something as simple as put the dishes away not that that sounded bad it makes it sound like he's kind of a like do the dishes it wasn't like <laughs> right. that but just some one simple task to mm-hmm. accomplish that day i was so paralyzed by anxiety but mm. he knew to help me i needed to do something physical and also if he gave me too many things then it would just overwhelm gonna, me more right. but doing that one thing simple thing, whatever it might've been, might've mm-hmm. been like putting socks on, you know, just something simple yeah. can really be powerful because it's empowering to realize, oh, I don't have to be crippled. I can do something. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a very, but yeah, it's important to notice like, know your daughter, right. what, what's actually good for her. Yes. The Holy Spirit will help you know yeah. how to help your daughter with that. Exactly. My Autumn mm-hmm. would want to organize a drawer. Mm-hmm. My right. Lexi would need to do something creative. Right. Like, yeah. 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 So no, Carice is like, she's, um, she gets anxiety if she has to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So we know either, you know, we give her minimal decisions to make, you know, like, hey, this or that, or we'll say, hey, this is what we're going to do. And then she can kind of build around that, you know, mm-hmm. but she, the anxiety will come just knowing, well, I don't, I don't know if we should go here or there, or I don't yeah. want to be mm-hmm. the one to make that decision. So like something like that, that we would think of simple, it's a simple decision, you know, just make mm-hmm. it. 
we have to kind of reframe that sometimes depending on the space she's in. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, so right. yeah. you're absolutely right. You have to know your yeah. Oh, your daughter. I love how these three tools that you gave us, Janet, all go back to that oh. scripture. Every single one of them you rooted in Philippians 4, 6 to 7, which mm. is so familiar to us. But you kind of unpacked it today and said, you know, look, God's given us a spiritual tool to combat anxiety. He's given us advice for how to combat it with our emotions and our mind. Mm-hmm. And he's even perhaps alluded to the fact that you need to do something physical. Do Mm -hmm. not worry. Instead, do something else. Mm -hmm. And that'll change the way that your brain and your heart is responding. I love it. Good good. thoughts. That's good. (laughs) It's great thoughts. See what I mean about she's good with this topic? She is. I think Mm, she's pretty good. (laughs) So good. And our key scripture, it says that we gain peace through prayer. Mm -hmm. And the peace then serves as a guard for our hearts. Mm. And I remember once reading that prayer guards us. Um, And it says it guards us in two ways. It calms our hearts as we sense God's presence and it clears our minds as we remember God is much bigger than our circumstances. So Mm kind of like you were talking about earlier, Dana, with the spring, just kind of (laughs) knowing there is someone Mm -hmm. who's got this. Uh, It's it's bigger than me, Mm -hmm. but... I know the one <laughs> mm. who has this um, under control. Right. And prayer, is it's like the very thing we're instructed to do as an antithesis mm-hmm. to our anxiousness or our lack of peace. I'm thinking, too, there's a lot of uh, moms in our country currently whose, you know, worst points of anxiety have probably happened. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. different things happen and those, those things actually come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And so we can't promise you know, that's happen. never going to happen. I mean, there's some things, right. boogeyman type stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but there's some things we can't, we don't do them any justice by saying mm-hmm. this will never happen. Right. Right. Because, right. you know, mm-hmm. it could, it could, yeah. <laughs> it could, it's not likely, right. but it could. But the thing we have to take them to, because that focuses on the circumstance. Mm-hmm. The thing we need mm-hmm. to take them to is, okay, no matter what happens, right. no matter what, mm-hmm. something happens to you, something mm-hmm. happens to me, mm-hmm. God is faithful and mm-hmm. he will walk us through this. And mm-hmm. that is 100% true. I have friends who've walked through more trauma than I can ever mm-hmm. even fathom. And I ask them, is God's grace there for you? Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Hardest mm-hmm. thing ever, but God is still showing up for me mm-hmm. in the midst of the worst nightmare of my life. God yeah. is showing up yeah. for me, and it's true for all of us. Oh, yes. So good. Well, Janet, I love the practical <laughs> advice you gave us about physical stuff. Like, do you mm-hmm. have any other practical tips? Well, I have about 100, but I'll give 100. you a couple. Okay. <laughs> give us a few. These are just simple things I think that are... Maybe 10. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think that one, one that's really simple for anybody, mm-hmm. um, especially for younger girls, is the whole idea of... so. Like I said, when we're in an anxious place, our imaginations are just going crazy. Your creative brain is just on overload. So mm-hmm. to sometimes wake up the linear part of our brain and give the imaginative side a little bit of a break mm-hmm. can really be helpful. <laughs> so it can be as simple as counting backwards from 10, just mm-hmm. 10, 9, 8, 7, mm-hmm. even just mm-hmm. all the way to one out loud. And sometimes that's enough Um, If you're not in the middle of a major panic attack, that can be enough to Mm -hmm. like have your logical brain Mm -hmm. rise up. Like, let's think about this logically Mm -hmm. for a minute. It can awaken your logical, your logical brain. Mm -hmm. I think another thing too, well, obviously we're talking about this all the time, speaking God's word out loud. Mm. It's not magical, but it is supernatural Mm -hmm. as we've talked about. Um, But giving her emotions something else to connect to is, is can be pretty important pretty helpful too, like art, a music, a book, a movie. And I'm not talking about like 
get her addicted to a Netflix show. That's not the point. The point (laughs) is just, again, kind of just arresting her thoughts for a minute. And her emotions for a minute and say, yeah. hey, let's you can actually do something else with mm-hmm. these emotions. Well, it's kind of yeah, like coming up for air, right? Yep. Right. Yeah. And this is going to sound like a shameless plug, but I don't care because it's true. Uh, our True Growth Pajama Party Tour that's going to mm-hmm. be coming out. It's where tickets are on sale now for the fall and the spring of next year. That's like two and a half hours of attaching your daughter's emotions to something other than anxiety. It can be mm-hmm. such yeah. a place. Things like that, going away together like that and doing something good and nourishing can be like just this place to just <sighs> just breathe mm-hmm. yeah you know and it lets her know hey you can breathe yeah yeah you can actually and yeah. shameless plug also but the curriculum that we are touring this fall is about how to take those emotional lies that mm-hmm. you're believing and replace mm-hmm. them with truth. So we're going to not only give you a space to just be like, okay, I'm not feeling the stress, yeah. I'm feeling the joy <laughs> and the fun mm-hmm. of our relationship, but we're also going to build her toolbox up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. I think the final thing I would want to tell you, um, moms who are listening, one thing that can really help is just changing your daughter's wording. This helps mm-hmm. me a lot. Instead of saying, because the, the language now is I am depressed, mm-hmm. I have depression, I have anxiety. Um, and that's, that's, you know, fine. But if we change the language to what's really going on, sometimes that can mm-hmm. be, again, arrest our thoughts and make us think, oh, this mm-hmm. is what's really going on. So a lot of times if I'm experiencing anxiety, I don't mm-hmm. say I have anxiety. I say something like, I'm having difficulty trusting that God is going to be there for me mm-hmm. in this situation. Mm-hmm. I've actually heard you say something like that to like me that. at one point. Now that you say that, I'm like, oh, I've heard her use that <laughs> language. Conversation. Yeah. 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 And because that's the truth for me, yeah. most of the time when I'm anxious, if if I'm feeling that, it's that's mm. what's happening. At the mm-hmm. core, I'm having difficulty believing that some, that God would be there for me, that his yeah. perfect love is well, going to show up for me. isn't that a truer statement than I have anxiety? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's going to the root of it. It's going to the reality is I'm not trusting God right now. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Yeah. And that's not something we want to say to our daughter. Right. Like you want to go to Carice and say, you're having a hard time believing God. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that sounds kind of accusatory. Yeah. But if she says something, you could say something like, you know, I sometimes have difficulty believing yeah. that. God's love will be there for me, but right. his love will be there for us. Let's believe that together. Right. Let's pray that together. Yeah. Let's pray that together. So wise. Uh, those are great tools. I have a couple I'd uh, love to add. Yeah. I have recently learned that our eyes process the shapes of nature, like trees and grass blades and corn stalks and all of those things in such a way that it produces a calming neurochemical in our brain. And they're trying to figure out if it's one of two things. It's either the shapes of those things or the colors of those things that actually stimulate a neurochemical in our brains that Mm. is essentially a peace neurochemical. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, it's not, it's like actually medicine for my soul. I don't have to feel guilty about going out there and riding my horse, but, and you don't have to have a horse to do this because you could just take a hike. That's good news. Yeah. Yeah. You can take a hike. Our prescription for you today is buy a horse. Right. The barn is going to be a little expensive, but it's okay. Don't have anxiety over that. Um, But just get outside is what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Get outside. Mm -hmm. There is, God created our bodies to be healed and filled with peace and his presence by being outside. Mm. So if you're feeling that, get yourself outside, get your daughters outside. Mm. The other thing is teach your daughter the rhythm of Sabbath. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess I have to start by saying, do you have a rhythm of Sabbath in your life? Mm, that sounds that's like a good a, question. another podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> another, yeah. another episode, Add that yeah. to the list. Um, it's one of God's Ten Commandments. Yeah. So it's not like this is an option for us, but I find so many times um, people don't practice it. Mm. And so much of what we live is what are, what it's, it's teaching. Mm-hmm. And God, I want, I want you to listen to me, Mom. God commanded Sabbath for us, and then he modeled it, and he didn't need it. Mm. But it was so important that he said, I'm going to rest on the seventh day because I want you to rest on the seventh day. I want you to show to show you what that looks like. Mm. I feel like we as women have a really hard time with that mm-hmm. because we believe the lie, the world won't go on without me, or it all depends on me, or mm. I don't know what your version of the lie sounds like, but mine sounds like that. Mm. And years ago, my pastor, well, he was our pastor at the time, Janet and I, Jonathan Weibel, preached a sermon and he said, and I quote, I did not create the world and it will go on spinning without me. Mm. And I wrote it down and I put it on my refrigerator mm-hmm. and I memorized it. Because when I get out of that rhythm of Sabbath, that is when I start to see anxiety escalating and becoming problematic in my life. Mm-hmm. I love that you yeah. mentioned going outside because this is just a little pro tip, moms. If you do have your daughter go outside or go out with her in the midst of anxiety, I would say have her not wear any shoes. And maybe that sounds mm-hmm. kind of silly. Maybe she never wears shoes, but if she typically does, go have her go out on her bare feet, even if it's on the gravel road or um, you know, the grass is spiky or whatever, I don't mm-hmm. know. Because that that was something helpful for me, like to mm-hmm. just actually physically feel my surroundings, mm-hmm. again, awakened me to the present moment. Mm-hmm. And so just a little thing that might just mm-hmm. help her even engage even more with the present moment. Wow, I think I needed this today. This is good. <laughs> I don't know, I feel, I feel peaceful, guys. Aww. I do. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Seriously. (laughs) You look peaceful. Oh, thank you, darling. (laughs) Hey, if you are a True Girl subscriber, the next True Girl subscription box is in the mail. It might even be in your hot little hands right now. And we're getting groovy with this box because it's all about peace, baby. But again, it's not the kind of peace made of sit-ins and daisies. We're talking about true peace, God's peace. And we're actually giving you something that we talked about in the podcast today. Get your daughter's hands busy when she's feeling stressed and anxious. There's actually a tie-dye kit in here and a little book bag that you can tie-dye with scripture on it. The very scripture that Janet taught from today during the podcast. Of course, there's all kinds of other things in there, including the mother-daughter date, the daily devos for your daughter to get into God's word on a regular basis, a peace inducing popper, and the funkiest lollipop you ever did see. It's even tie-dyed. The whole box is to die for. Look for your True Girl subscription box. And if you are not a True Girl subscriber yet, head on over to mytruegirl.com slash subscription. We would love to have you join us. But hurry and subscribe today because the True Girl Peace Box is only available to ship to you while supplies last. And one more thing, let me jump in here and say that the month of August, which is a digital month for our subscribers, is going to be really special because we're sending you a digital book about amazing women of God, challenging our girls to think about how they're influencing others and who is influencing them. Subscribe today at mytruegirl.com slash subscription. Next time on the True Girl Momcast, we're going to talk about living in a world of influencers. Who does your daughter follow and imitate? We will give you some practical tools to help your daughter desire to pursue women of worthy influence. 
Until next time, remember, you, my sister in Christ, are not alone.